the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Thursday here in New York City, 603 Live and Local, Arthur Idala with Matt Sambolino behind the controls. What's up, Sambolino? What's going on, Arthur? How are we doing? A little, it's nice to breathe a little bit better today, right? Yeah, Lily, I would know a lot better today. No, no, Joni, stop it. Joni's here. Joni Pelzer's here. The, you cannot compare no, yesterday. You, you can't. Yesterday, it was, it was orange out here. Thank you, Sambolino. It was orange. You're absolutely right. My mom was freaking out last night. Because of the fact that I was walking my dog. But I want to shout out to my mom. She had a uh, car crash yesterday. And uh, they might have to total her car. So, Joan, I've been with you all day. Now you bring it up? Yeah, forget the car. How's mom? You were busy. My mom is absolutely fine. How's her leg that your dog broke? No, her pelvis is fine, which is what I was most concerned with. It, it was a side swipe of a Mack truck on uh, New Hyde Park Road and Union Turnpike, but she is doing very fine. She didn't tell me until the end of the day because she didn't want me to worry about her. Well, That's my mother. I am glad that your mother <clears throat> is in good shape. Yes. Um, before we get into some of the news of the day, we're going to have guest Todd Shapiro on, who's a friend. He's a PR guru, and he's going to talk to us about his trip to the Ukraine. I believe he was with Governor Pataki. Pretty amazing that he went. And this then, is not his first trip. I believe he's gone a couple of times. Then there, yeah, he's like, where's Waldo? He's everywhere, Todd Shapiro. And then uh, we're going to have a man on name, Mark Mix. Um, and he um, is part of a group, uh, or represents, I should say, a group that is suing um, CUNY because the union that represents CUNY, the CUNY professors, not just the law school, all the CUNY professors, um, they are not happy that the union leaders that are speaking on their behalf um, have some anti-Semitic views. So he's going to clear that up for us and talk about what the future holds. I'm going to talk to you a little later about the J- chat GPT lawyer. I'm going to tell you about, and he got in big trouble today with the judge. He was literally crying. Um, and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the movie I saw last night with Luca instead of going to the Yankee game. Um, right before I came on the air, I popped on my phone, and um, it's interesting. I happened to see two people who passed, um, one today. Uh, Morton Wiener, that is my friend Anthony Wiener's father. He was just short of making it to 90 years old, and I represented Anthony, and that's really when I um, 
got to know Mort. He was uh, he was a very nice man. Anthony's parents were divorced, um, but uh, Anthony posted, you know, Morton Wiener, amazing dad, Army veteran, Brooklyn boy. So our condolences go out to the Wiener family. And um, when I opened up the Facebook, there is a picture. You know, it shows you like your memories. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of me, uh, gr- the great Sid Rosenberg, uh, who's got the number one morning show, I think, in the nation right now. Jill Vitali, who was their producer at the time. And the great Bernard McGurk. This was in June the 8th of 2018. And it was Jill's post, and she said, Love ending the week with our pal Arthur Idala, and he's the best deter- defense attorney around, but our white pants gay on men. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I guess, yes, I'm wearing, oh, look at that. I'm wearing white pants with red shoes with a, oh, I was really dressed kind of fun for June 8th. Um, and there's Bernard McGurk, who, this is a great picture of him five years ago, who is no longer with us. So I don't mean to start the show on a, on a rough note, but, you know, I, I did want to express our condolences and acknowledge some of those who are no longer with us before we go to Todd Shapiro and talk about Ukraine and what's going on there and that there are people there who are no longer with us, very sadly. Um, I've been asked by many folks, including on the radio this morning and on television this morning, and uh, Megan Megan Kelly reached out to me for my availability uh, maybe tomorrow to talk about the same topic. The um, President Trump indictments, the potential President Trump indictments. Uh, Look, when we talked about the state court indictments by Alvin Bragg, we basically filleted those indictments. We made it clear that those indictments were really a reach, really a stretch, and that um, there was really a lot of political BS behind them. Uh, Judge Barry Cummins, who's my law partner, when I handed him the actual indictment, the fact that he had to sit down in a quiet room with like doing legal research to figure out what the indictment was all about is a very powerful indication that it's a very weak indictment and it really goes out on a limb trying to bend the laws to get Trump. But that's in state court where he's being investigated now and, and he apparently has officially gotten a target letter. <clears throat> now, a target letter is something you never want to get. Uh, it's something that says we are investigating you. It's the, different than a subpoena. Today, I was on the phone with a woman who got a subpoena, and it looks like she's just a witness. Sometimes they say, well, we're not sure if you're a witness or not, but that's very different than getting a target letter. It means you are the target of the investigation, which Donald Trump is. In two jurisdictions, there are federal jurisdictions in Washington, D.C. and in Florida. Uh, why? Because in federal court, well, in, in, in any criminal proceeding, you need to be prosecuted in the jurisdiction where you committed the crime. What's the crime here? It's not the crime of the century, but it's a crime. It's much more of a black and white kind of crime and textbook crime than what they charge them with here in Manhattan. Um, and probably easier to prove than the even the civil federal case. Um, so it's got to do with the Espionage Act 
and which basically this is what they're doing. I'm good. This is what they're doing. They're getting around President Trump saying, I declassified these documents so I'm allowed to have them by using a law that says even if you're allowed to have documents, if a official from the United States of America requests them back and you refuse to give them, you're guilty. And the lawyer here is a special prosecutor. He's been a, a, a prosecutor for many years, coming out of the Eastern District of New York. I believe his name is Jack Smith. Um, it's like a very common name. Like It's like something that should be on 24 or like one of those guys. Sam Bellino, what was the guy's name on 24? Kiefer Sutherland? Kiefer Sutherland, yep. No, no, but what was his character's name? I think it was Jack Bauer. Yes, correct, yes. Um, so this prosecutor is known as being a straight shooter, but a, you know, a real prosecutor. And um, what he's saying, it, what Jack Smith is saying to a, uh, in front of a, a grand jury in Washington and in Florida is that they have evidence that Donald Trump <clears throat> possessed documents that even if he was allowed to possess them, when the National Archives asked for them back, and he refused, he committed a crime. They also have spoken allegedly to every single employee at Mar-a-Lago, which, I mean, there's got to be thousands of them. I'm sure there's thousands of them. They've spoken to Secret Service agents. They've spoken to Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, for I believe the last 10 months. Um, they've spoken to lawyers around him. I mean, this is a serious, deep investigation. And uh, Trump's lawyers went in apparently last week to see if there was any way to negotiate around this indictment. And it seems like the answer to that is no. And it's very easy to get an indictment in, in federal court, easier than in state court. You know, in state court, they're like, oh, you're going to indict anything. It's a ham sandwich. And, you know, it doesn't mean that much, which may be true in state court, not in federal court. In federal court, they indict you. They don't indict you until they have so much evidence that they are so confident they're going to win at a trial. So this is real. This is not like, oh, some hocus. But like the first two cases we've been talking about, the ones here in New York City, both of them were a little bit of a reach. E. Jean Carroll, something that happened almost 30 years ago in a, in a grocery, in a Bergdorf Goodman's where people are around and closets. There's like a, a lot of shadiness around that whole story. The Alvin Bragg indictment is just, Again, it's, you got to twist your brain to figure out the legalities of it. This is not that hard. Uh, and when I said they interviewed all these witnesses, they were also, I think, with the word around the campfires, they're looking to indict him for obstruction of just justice. And if Trump told people, well, don't cooperate or don't or lie about this or lie about that or don't tell them this or don't tell them that, these are not crimes that someone could go to jail for for a long period of time, but they're crimes where someone could go to jail i mean he could go to jail for a long period of time i don't see that happening but this is real folks so we're going to follow it closely here on the idola power Hour. we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with todd shapiro
Make sure to tune in this and every Saturday at noon to hear the lead guy, Nick DeMauro, Executive Director and CEO of LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, speak with experts, educators, and law enforcement about important issues affecting you and your children. Catch the new show, Battling Drugs and Violence, with the lead guy on AM 970 The Answer. For topical information and insights from experts waging the battle against drugs and violence in your community. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. $1,000. That's how much you can get when you trade in your owned or leased vehicle and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They've been your family-owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. Your Honda dealer serving the five boroughs. Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx, they all choose Bay Ridge Honda for their quality and their service. Browse from over 150 new Honda vehicles and over 80 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. Right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select Honda models all month long. Plus, what I was talking about, receive $1,000 when you turn in your owned vehicle or your leased vehicle and purchase your next car with them. Even if you don't buy from them, they want your car. Visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in beautiful Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details and 630-2023. Eye on Real Estate, New York's longest-running show on real estate, answers everyone's questions. From California to across the Atlantic in London. It's actually Gateshead, a little bit away from London. I've been a huge fan of yours for many a year. Dottie Herman and her expert team will help you through the ins and outs of property ownership. We have great listeners, a great audience, and a great team of professionals. Call 866 866- 9-6-9-7-0-9-6-2-2 with your question Saturday morning at 10 on AM 970 The Answer Car payments credit card payments home loans Man, that's a lot of debt for you to carry. Let us help you get caught up when you enter the $18,000 Get Caught Up Sweepstakes. The grand prize winner gets up to $10,000 in debt relief. Three first prize winners will get up to $1,000 in debt relief. And 10 second prize winners will get $500 in debt relief. That's $18,000 total. And that could be you. Go to am970theanswer.com to enter. That's am970theanswer.com. Okay, folks, exciting news from Connors and Sullivan. We all know that we need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will. We know we need to address our estate plan. And how are you going to do that? Our friends at Connors and Sullivan are going to give you a free seminar and have all of your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. Monday, June 19th at Buckley's Restaurant in Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tuesday, June 20th at DeLuca's Trattoria, 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island. 
Island, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, June 21st at the Greenhouse Cafe and 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, New York at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Thursday, June 22nd at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue in Maspeth, Queens, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Friday, June 23rd at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And if you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. 718-238-6500. And as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Love it, baby. Walk on by you too. Well, I have, um, I am lucky to have plenty of friends and people I, I consider, I have a tremendous amount of respect for around me. Um, and I was introduced by the next, our next guest by the great Vincent Lavien, AKA IGG. I got a guy. To Todd Shapiro, he is a, He's really a New York personality. Uh, he is married to a beautiful, intelligent, charming woman who when they came and, and had a meal at my house, she wouldn't even let me clean up. She took over the whole cleanup proceeding and that, that procedure, and that means a lot to me. Um, but uh, Todd is, he's, he's, I don't say this lightly, he's like everywhere. When I talk to him, I yell, I go, hey, where are you? He goes, I'm in Vegas. Oh, where are you? I'm down in Miami. Oh, where are you? I'm at the grand opening of the thing in Montreal. Oh, where are you? I'm heading down to Brazil. Well, in our midst of our conversations, he told me, and as, as interesting as all those places are, he told me he went to Ukraine. Now, he has this thriving public relations business. He runs the hottest place in Albany, called the war room it's a it's a catering restaurant bar event space uh it, it's a gorgeous gorgeous historical site in in albany new york and somehow or another he found the time to go to ukraine and when he told me that i was like i need you to come on the radio because i need someone who has eyes on the ground to tell us what's really going on so without further ado the one the only todd shapiro what an introduction. I got to tell you, Arthur, you are amazing. You oh, really no, are. no, no, no. Listen, everything I said is true. So, so honestly, you are. First of all, the most important thing I want to talk about is how you get a car at Bay Ridge Honda. That, that, <laughs> that, 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 I mean, forget about the Ukraine. Forget about Bay Ridge Honda. I'm ready to go out there right now and buy a car. No, those are my guys. This is the Sabah family. So, I, I listen. Am told. I, and tomorrow... I'm going to Bay Ridge Honda. Todd, tell me, tell me about Ukraine. I mean, you and I could talk offline for hours. Tell me about Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine is a most beautiful place when you see, you know, the architecture, the history, the churches, the cathedrals. But then you see what's getting blown up, and the, so every time we went to bed, you know, a siren would go off, and we wound up sleeping in a, you know, fallout shelter. It, you know, it was very sad. 
Um, you know, every night, you know, we were there and two kids. Who were you there with, killed. Todd? I was there with Governor Pataki and he, he brought Navy SEALs with us. I mean, there wasn't a time I didn't feel safe. You know, I probably feel more unsafe in the subway in New York than I, than I feel in the Ukraine. But, you know, um, it was just, uh, you know, when you're really giving back to try to help people, which you're involved in so many charities, you know, you and your law firm office, you, you know what it's like to give back. And, you know, you know when you really care about it and you really want to do something right. Man, my, my babushka, my grandparents came from the Ukraine. So it was a spiritual trip for me to come back and be able to, you know, provide, you know, provide some sort of, you know, I don't know. Well, what, were you, what were you doing over there, Todd? We, we were going there to find male water brides. No, I'm joking. We, we, were, we were going over. We were going over there to basically, you know, provide first aid kits. We gave out first aid kits. We've been there about three times. Last time we gave, um, last time we gave out generators and we gave out heaters because when the buildings got blown up, there was, you know, there, you know, you have no generations for electricity. There's no heating because you know the grid was off and stuff from people bombing the grids and stuff from the Russians. Um, it was just like. It was a memorable experience. It was a beautiful. I mean, the people are so strong. So every day they get up, they go to work, they live life, they celebrate life in the midst of a war, in the midst of earth-shattering things. It's you know, it's crazy. It's like every day. You so know? what's but what Todd Shapiro? What is life like there? In other words, is there a grocery store? Can you go in and get a Snapple? Can you go in and get a ham and cheese sandwich? Grocery store, but there's not much food on the on the shelf. There's people working every day because they have to get up and go to work every day. And I got to tell you something, you know, um, Ukraine, Russia got 20% of the Ukraine since they've been fighting with them between Crimea and other areas. And then you look on a, on a map and you see all these red of areas that are being attacked through the whole thing. So it's a scary place, but you still got millions of people working every day, living life. And they, they are probably the strongest people. I mean, I went, to a, I went to a McDonald's there and you know, I met this beautiful couple. You know, they were married and both of them were in the war. They were soldiers. One was a sniper. But you know what? Every day they got up and they said, you know what? We're protecting our people. We're protecting freedom. We're protecting democracy. The same values that we go through every day. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm more afraid to be with Vinny LaVienne on a Friday night than I am to be in Ukraine. <laughs> there you go. But, I I mean, you said that you heard sirens every night and you had to jump. I know. You said you had to jump out of bed and, you know, after you heard the sirens, were there was there bombings? Were there planes going overhead? Not too far away. I mean, thank God we weren't in you know we weren't in the thing. I mean, you look at some of these buildings, and, you know, but it's not like you think you're in Beirut or you see some of these pictures where they're marching down the street with guns and stuff. It wasn't like that, but it was you know bombs were going off in other buildings, things were being attacked. Um, it was just it was it was an experience, and you know you can't fly there. So imagine going to Kiev. You want to. You want to go to? Hold on a second. Um, you know, um, Todd, you don't mind. You don't mind being on the radio, do you? I love. Listen, I'm a little shy. I'm trying to get over the shyness. So, so does your cell phone work? Like people's cell phones work? Is there TV? Is there radio? You know what? Cell phones work. TV works. I mean, you know, I we stay at five. I mean, I stayed at you know the Hilton. So it wasn't like I was staying, you know, whatever. But you know, it was a fallout shelter half the night. You know, we were traveling, you know, in a, you know, in a, in a, in a train that shakes so much. You know, we, um, you know, we you couldn't fly into a city and just take an Uber. You know, but actually, they did have, believe it or not, they did have Uber there. 
They did. They did. We went to the hospital. We went to the hospital. And we saw, you know, all the beds being taken, and we saw, but you know, the people were probably the nicest, the most warmest, the most you know, giving people I've ever met in my life. And Tell you know the ladies what? and gentlemen who are listening here, Todd Shapiro, to the Idola Power Hour, and when you're in Ukraine, what is it? What's a fallout shelter? What is that? A fallout shelter is you go into the basement. It's underground, and where they can't, you can't be bombed. You know, it's like under because the, the bomb can't hit you. You're already you're protected under the ground. They used to do that in the 1950s, and you know, obviously they have them there. They have them everywhere. Some people, when it happens, people just go into the subways over there, and they go down there and they they stay there until the bombing's over, until they know they're safe. And is there like rubble? Uh, is there like rubble on the streets? Is there, you know, where, where buildings have crumbled? There's there's buildings that crumble. There's areas that you can't go into. There's military marching in the street. You see soldiers everywhere. Every man is a member of the army. You can't leave if you're a man. You can't leave Ukraine. You got to stay in there. If you're a woman, you can go back and forth. But men, they're, they're stuck in the Ukraine because they, you know not, they have to serve the army. Everyone's in the army, and everybody's protecting their homeland. So it's you know it's um you know what if it had, we had our we, you know we had our you know God bless. You know, we had our revolution in our country in the 1700s, and you know we protected our land and we protected our people. And we had muskets, and you know we we lived but died to be free, and, and that's there, what they're doing every day in the Ukraine. Is there is there quality of life? In other words, is there a restaurant that's open? And if someone's birthday, people are going to a restaurant you know, there's and dinner. Restaurants, there's buffets. You know, you know, I went there. You know, I went to an old traditional place. They had a chopped liver or a filter fish. I felt like I was going back to Eastern Europe, you know, a hundred years ago. Um, you know, I felt like I was going to Ben's Deli. What, but, what um, about alcohol? Is, there, is anyone drinking over there? Oh, people are drinking. I think I think drinking helps you be saved in, in Russia and Ukraine, you know, to, to protect yourself as far as, you know, from, from you need spirits to have spirits. I got you. All right. Well, Todd, yeah. you got to tell you something. You know what? I want to thank you. Um, Arthur, for all the great things you do for helping people and giving me, you know, a chance to talk about the, the you know, Governor Pataki's foundation and how it's helping people every day, and they're providing support, they're providing emergency goods, they're providing, you know, kits, generators, and things like that to help out. And um, you do, you know, every day I talk to you, you're involved in a charity, you're going to a benefit, or you're you're just giving back, you and your law firm and. You know, you you really you know it's one word well, to describe Todd, you. Your, and that's a mensch. You're a mensch. Well, listen, back at you, buddy, and that's what we do. And I'm I'm going now to the state troopers dinner, uh, where uh, Vincent Lavien is one of the honorees, and uh, you know those the state troopers take very good care of us here. I mean, you know, you don't like when they're behind you with those lights and sirens on, but you like when they're there to protect you. So, um, well, I'm, Todd, I'm blessed. By, I'm blessed by the state troopers because. Where my um my place in Albany is is next door to the um you know near the war room PBA the war room and let me tell you something um I've been blessed in a lot of things having a great career in public relations and opening up a great restaurant a cigar lounge and a place you know that's uh, I bought two eighteen ninety brownstones it's become a place where you know the governor senators assembly people lobbyists. Media people from the Post and New York Times, they all come together, whether you're a socialist, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a conservative. They, they all come Listen, together to have fun and, and celebrate, you know, well, you know, being being off duty and, um, 
you know, providing good government for the state of New York or, you know, and everyone gets together. It's so much fun. All right. I'm up against a hard break, brother. I got to jump. It's the bottom of the hour here on the Idola Power. That was Todd Shapiro with live reports from Ukraine. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Increase your investment knowledge in a unique way this year. Join us on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise along with The Money Show. Visit EagleFinancialCruise.com for details and to secure your cabin. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. So let me ask you, would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school and incurring all that debt? One that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. Well, there's this high-powered and lucrative career that you really need to know about. It's called court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info, I-N-F-O, at plazacollege.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna. Tuna and Cammon at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice. Fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp Leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on, leaving my 
my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it. Screams from the haters. Got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. All right. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power. And, um... Let's see. CUNY has been in the news a lot lately. Now, this is not just the law school. This is uh, the City University of New York. And um, there's something in New York State called the Taylor Law, which grants public sector union bosses the power to speak and contract for workers, including those that want nothing to do with the union. Um, So six City University of New York professors have taken their federal civil rights lawsuit against the Professional Staff Congress, PCS, they refer to it, union, that union officials, to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, which uh, is a very prestigious court here in the city of New York and here on the Idola Power Hour representing the National Right to Work Foundation is Mark Mix. Mark, welcome to the show. This is Arthur. Arthur, it's good to be on with you and thanks for taking an interest in this really, really important case. Well, look, I am a CUNY graduate. I'm a City University of New York School of Law graduate and I was just so disturbed uh, about the graduation speech given at the law school graduation on May the 12th. Um, and this kind of, you know, dovetails into that, not specifically, but along the same um, fight against anti-Semitism, um, in my opinion, which would be all across the world, um, but here within the, the CUNY system. So Mark Mix of the National Right to Work Foundation, why don't you uh, take the microphone and tell us what's going on? Yeah, Arthur. While the the speech at the CUNY Law School made uh, got national attention, this case, probably from a standpoint of of an individual freedom, individual liberty point of view, is much more important, but doesn't get that much uh, attention. And so, again, I'm thankful for you to bring attention to it. But this is a case that involves six professors at the CUNY in the CUNY school system that are represented by this PCS, as you mentioned. This is the union that has been granted exclusive monopoly bargaining privileges over all of the employees covered under the bargaining agreement with CUNY uh, that this union represents, or I'm using my finger quotes. And basically what this exclusive representational power means is that the union has monopoly over the voice of all those employees. And unfortunately for the six clients in our case and many others who are affected but are not named plaintiffs in the case uh, but have to put up with the anti-Semitism of this particular PCS organization, this labor union, they have passed resolutions going back to 2021 that talked about how, you know, uh, the Jewish state shouldn't exist and Israel's this and Israel's that. 
and and it was clearly anti-Semitic in the comments of a resolution that this union passed. Well, if you're if you're Jewish and you're working at CUNY, you know how in the world can you say that they're speaking for me when it comes to these types of statements or propositions or re- resolutions that the union puts forward as the position of the of this group, this bargaining group? And so these plaintiffs came to us and they came to. Uh, uh, another organization that we work with um, in Pennsylvania, the Fairness Center, and we brought litigation on their behalf. And the, the argument's really simple, Arthur. It's an associational First Amendment issue. Does the U.S. Constitution allow for the taking away of associational rights when, you know, first of all, freedom of speech is involved and freedom of association are involved? In this case, the courts across the land, whether it be private sector workers or public sector workers, in the Taylor Law, Section 204 of the Taylor Law, says that the union will be the exclusive bargaining agent, and that means the exclusive voice of the, the members of that so-called bargaining union uh, will be their sole voice and be the voice for them. And it's hard to conceive of this associational violation being legitimate anywhere, anytime. I mean, but union officials have these really unique privileges. The Taylor Law supports it. And these six plaintiffs in the case, with our help and the legal help that we're making a constitutional First Amendment argument, that the Taylor Law shouldn't stand when it comes to a violation of these basic associational speech rights. We'll see. The district court didn't see it our way. We hope the Second Circuit Court of Appeals has a different opinion about these important constitutional rights. All right. So we're talking to Mark Mix from the National Right to Work Foundation. Mark, um... Uh, number one, I'm just curious, what, which judge did you appear for uh, appear before in the district court? Well, I didn't appear. And well, I don't I mean you, but I mean I'm who, not, who? I'm not a lawyer. I, I, I don't know exactly who the district okay. court uh, judge was in the argument. I don't I, know. No, no problem. Um, mm-hmm. What I would like you to do is, like, just let's go back into, like, pretending you're a professor or teaching a fifth or sixth grade class. Just tell them, okay. you know, like, kind of what the fears are. Let's talk about the the practical part of this and the the real, like, kind of where the rubber meets the road part of this. What are the concerns of these CUNY professors, and how have they actually played out in the real world? Well, the, the complaint includes several comments from the plaintiffs, like Professor Michael Goldstein. He said he has quote experienced anti-Semitic and anti-Zionist attacks from members of the PSC including what he says is bullying, harassment, destruction of property, calls for him to be fired, organization of student attacks against him, and threats against him and his family. Golston has also needed a guard to accompany him to the campus, according to his his statements in the case. Uh, Professor Lacks, another uh, one of the plaintiffs in the case, has received you know, a separate letter of determination from the Equal Employment Commission allowing him to sue, but he's talking about you know, made it clear that Jews who support the Jewish homeland and the state of Israel are not welcome in the PSC. I mean, yet how in the world do they say they're not, they're not welcome when the law allows the union to force them to associate with them? So these are really simple questions about basic beliefs that you have or religious beliefs that you have or whatever beliefs you have that, where this voice that forces you into the collective to basically accept them as your representative to speak for you is not speaking for you, but against the very essence of who you are, what you are, and what you believe. And uh, so what are you hoping that the district court, what, what is the relief that you're seeking from the court? 
Well, they, we're, we're, I'm, the I'm sorry, not the district court, the court of yeah. appeals. I apologize, I misspoke. Yeah. Not well, first of all, overruling the district court and saying that this Taylor Law, this this exclusive representational privilege of the union, this monopoly bargaining power, this monopoly voice that they have over these workers should be eliminated. It's a violation of the First Amendment, the right to associate. So we'd like them to strike it down, not only here in New York, by striking down Section 204 of the Taylor Law, but also getting to the question of whether or not this is a violation of very fundamental First Amendment associational rights in the grand scheme of things. We've made this argument in several cases uh, at the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, we, we made the argument in a case called Janice Fiasmi that we won at the U.S. Supreme Court just over five years ago. Uh, well, not quite five years ago. We won it on June 28th of 2018. And basically what the U.S. Supreme Court said in the majority opinion, that this compulsory power that union officials have in the in the context of collecting dues and fees as a condition of keeping your job, they said that was a violation of the First Amendment, the freedom of speech, because money is speech. And so they said that everything that government unions do is lobbying or politics, and therefore that's speech redressing government, and therefore any worker, any government employee across the entire country now is protected from being forced to pay dues or fees in order to work for government based on a core issue of the First Amendment. We'd like the court, the Supreme Court, if we have to go there, which I think we may have to if the Second Amendment, the Second Circuit doesn't agree, then we'll go up to the U.S. Supreme Court and ask them if they'll take a look once again at this really unique privilege that union officials have to force you to associate with them as a condition of your work. So that's what we'd like is relief against this associational monopoly that union officials have, and they have not only in New York, but in many states across the country, and certainly in the private sector, they have it everywhere where private sector workers are unionized. So the union has never relinquished their ability to have exclusive control over the voices of all the workers they claim to represent. So we'd like them, we'd like the court in the Second Circuit to rule that this is a violation of the First Amendment, and we'd like it, you know, to go farther and spread this precedent across the entire land. All right. Mark Mix of the National Right to Work Foundation. Thank you so much. I'm assuming that I could count on you to come back on the show uh, and update us uh, when the circuit court issues its decision. We'd love to do that, Arthur, and hope you follow the case as well. I know you got a lot of things that you're looking at, watching, and talking about, but this is an important one with really fundamental rights at stake, and so we hope the court gets it right. If they don't, we'll just keep fighting. That's what we'll do. All right, Mark Mix, thank you very much. Don't go away, anyone. We got one, everyone. We got one more uh, segment to go here in the Idola Power Hour. We'll have some fun. Joni's got some great news of the day, so don't go away. Are you a writer who's devoted your time to writing a book with Christian morals behind it but need help to get it published? Maybe you wrote a children's book, your memoirs, a devotional, or a mystery with strong moral values at its core. Covenant Books has helped faith-based authors publish, edit, and sell their books through Christian bookstores and major online book retailers. Plus, if you call now at 800-255-9500, we're offering a free writer's guide to help you through the publishing process. Our experienced and dedicated staff will review and notate your manuscript with an editor's eye. Then our page 
designers will format your book to create the appropriate experience for your readers. And if needed, Covenant's talented illustrators will bring your book to life. Most importantly, Covenant Books will help tell your story by printing, marketing, and distributing your book through specialty Christian bookstores and major online book retailers like Amazon, Apple, and many others. Covenant Books, let us help tell your story. For your free writer's guide, call 800-255-9500. That's 800-255-9500. 800-255-9500. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business with vacations to Italy and now Hawaii, Spain, and Greece too. I want you to join Joe Piscopo, our very own Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and Joe have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sites, and a private, fun-filled dinner performance by Joe Piscopo. Next, you fly to Sicily for three nights in Taromina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca, Forza de Argo, for sites of actual filming events from the iconic movie The Godfather. A wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515. 1-800-431-1515 or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Zambolino, this this is like senior year, baby, high school. Takes you back to 85? I mean, that, that was my senior year. Um, Poly Prep, 1985. That, Me too. That January to, I think it was June 14th, Flag Day, we, um, we graduated. That was really amongst the, the four most memorable periods of my life. That hunk of time right there. Um... My sophomore year, 1987, was a spectacular year for me. The my hold on, second semester of sophomore year, my first semester of junior year, which I spent at Orbino, Italy, and I will say of memorable hunks of time, COVID 2020. Like those are like you know, at 55 years old, you look back at little hunks of time. And this one, the reason why we played Tears for Fears, is that today in 1985, Tears for Fears started a two-week run at the number one at number one on the U.S. Singles Chart with "Everybody Wants to Rule the World," um, the group's first number one in '86. The song won Best Single at the Brit Awards. Band member and co-writer Roland Orzabal argued that the song deserved to win the Novello International Hit of the Year Award, claiming that the winner at 19 by Paul Hardcastle was not an actual song, but only a dialogue collage. Yeah, I don't even know what 19 is, and I will tell you, Everybody Wants to Rule the World is still played over and over all around the world, and uh, and it really is really is a, a great tune. Um, what wasn't so great is um, here a New York attorney used the new chat GPT to write a legal brief and Mr. Chat GPT put in wrong cases, um, cases I think that didn't even exist and they cited them and the lawyer, um, he actually was emotional today as he explained to the court that he was duped 
by the artificial intelligence chat box. Meathead. Um, yeah, say it again there, Sambalina. Meathead. There you go. Thanks, Archie. Um, the the courtroom, courtroom was packed. And here's the deal. Here's what you're going to get on the Idala Power Hour. I know this judge. I know this judge very well in the Southern District of New York. Judge Castell, C-A-S-T-E-L. Off the bench, he's a very nice man. On the bench, he's a very tough judge. Like, I really can't, I can imagine maybe one other judge in that courthouse uh, who's in, in the league of kind of really being, uh, Schwartz, was the, the lawyer, was forced to pause and compose himself as he made the apology. Quote, I have never been involved in anything like this in my 30 years. Uh, I can assure this court that nothing like this will ever happen again. And uh, I want to see if there's any listing. Oh, the judge grilled him for roughly two hours. Here we go. I told you this is on how he could have allowed such a mishap to happen. Wrap your brains around that, folk. This show is one hour. And I'm sure for maybe some of you who stay listening, it seems longer than that. But um, two hours. The judge grilled the lawyer for roughly two hours hours today on how he could have allowed such a mishap to happen. I just never could imagine that chat GPT would fabricate cases. My assumption was I was using a search engine that was using sources I don't have access to. Idiot. Yeah. It just never occurred to me it would be making up cases. I just assumed it couldn't access the full case. In hindsight, God, I wish I did that, but I didn't do that. Uh, and he is just, this poor guy is being, uh, his name and his face is being put all over the place. Why wouldn't he double check this? You would never do this. You have double and triple checks in place. I don't understand how somebody could do this. Another judge with the firm told the judge, Lawyers are notori- notoriously bad with technology. There was no intention to mis- to mi- for misconduct here, the lawyer said. The supervising lawyer said, this was the result of ignorance and carelessness. It was not intentional and certainly not in bad faith. The judge said he would rule on whether to issue sanctions at a later date. I, as I said, folks, this is not the judge you want to be in who's going to make this decision about you. And there's all media around the guy and there's all pictures all over the, the place. So it was it was rough for him. I felt bad for him, um, but yeah, I I would I, look. I don't care. The mayor of the city of New York told me that he was at a law firm and they watched. He watched them crank out a motion in minutes um, on behalf of the lawyers, and they were kind of doing a show and tell thing. Um, and how fast he did it, how much he how much faster he, the machine did it than the lawyers who he was. Um, are in front of, but this is what could happen. And boy, is this not what you want to happen. So last night when we left you, first of all, I just want to thank Todd Shapiro for being on the show tonight, talking with us about his trip to Ukraine and Mark Mix, talking with us about CUNY law, the lawsuit uh, up at the second circuit court of appeals about anti-Semitism and the unions. Um, last night, because of this wonderful smoke condition, we have uh, the Yankee game that I was supposed to take Luca to was canceled. So we went, to the movie theater here on 42nd Street, the Regal, and we saw About My Father with Sebastian Maniscalco and Robert De Niro. 
and it is not going to win any Academy Awards, but is definitely worth an hour and a half of your time to be entertained. Sam Bellino, you with me? I'm here. It was um, it was very cool. It's about basically, I think it's somewhat autobiographical um, about Maniscalco um, meeting a woman who's you know the the son of immigrants meeting a woman who, um, you know, her family came off the Mayflower or the Plymouth. I mean, they're like eight. The, her, her brother's name is William Colton the 13th. Um, and just the idiosyncrasies of a kid who grew up in a Sicilian household with Sicilian immigrants. The one thing that didn't make sense was uh, De Niro said, basically like he came over from Sicily at 20 years old uh, and he has zero Italian accent. It is like, you know, he speaks like perfect English. Um, and also, and no one's going to pick up on this except those of us who speak the language. He's using some slang that's really from the area of Naples, not from the area of Sicily, like managgia. Managgia is a real nabaledan term. It's not a Sicilian term. But, you know, that's really nitpicking. But, that, but, but the, excuse me? He's using generic Italian. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's... Um, uh, but there are some points in the in the movie that are that are very funny, and there's an and I was there with Luca, and it was there's an underlying uh, theme of how the appreciation of the father son relationship in the movie Maniscalco's mother's passed away, and so it's only him and his dad, and he's going to introduce it's like a meet the parents kind of thing, which De Niro was also in. Um, but De Niro's really, really good. I mean, he's really, really good. Maniscalco's, everyone's great. Every performer in the, in the movie is very good. Um, and it's funny and it's cute and it's touching. So we watched the movie, Luca and I, and again, it's all about fathers and sons. And now we're walking back from the movie theater to get to the car. And this, this guy with a backpack on, and he's holding a, a, uh, like a, I don't know if it was ice cream or one of those Frappuccino things. And he looks at Luca and he goes, is this your dad? And he goes, and Luca goes, yeah. And he goes, you know how lucky you are to be hanging out on a Thursday night or a Wednesday night with your father at 9 o'clock at night or 9.30 at night. He goes, you know, I, I grew up and, and I didn't have a dad. And I just want to make sure you always appreciate having a father who's hanging out with you. And, and I was just like, oh, my God, you're going to make me cry. I wasn't sure, Joan, at first. Like, was he looking for money? Was, but, I mean, he looked, like, fine. But yeah, it was I thought like, you were going to tell me he did it was, something. No, I'm nothing, nothing at all. I was like, thank you very much, right, Matt. That was very yeah. sweet. Was, was the theater crowded? Because the mayor was telling people to kind of stay outside, stay away from uh, being outside if you don't have to be. There was one other person in the theater besides oh, okay. Luke and I. But well, Times Square was, attention. But Times Square, no, no, they didn't. Times Square was packed. Times Square was packed. Packed, 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 packed. Um, but it wasn't nearly as bad at 9.30 at night, the smoke conditions, as it was it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to last for weeks. Well, Joni's saying it's going to last for weeks, yeah, the smoke conditions. Yeah, they're saying all over the news. All right. Well, we are putting the lid on things here on the Author Idola Power Hour on a Thursday night. I am off to the New York State Troopers dinner. I hope you guys have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow, live and local. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.